welcome back to the Shelf Oddities. My name is Eerie. And I'm Serafina. And the oddity that I am feeling like today is a very old film projector that makes that awesome sound, the like tick, tick, uh, tick, tick, tick sound. That's how I'm feeling today. How about you? That's great. I am feeling like a set of loaded pirate dice, you know? Oh. We're always doing the double like sixes. Like snake eyes? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm going. That's really cool. We're living it. Well, today's episode is full of fucking spoilers. Some of the content that we will be covering today will be about the following. House of Dragons. Don't worry, darling. We're talking about the first episode of Dragula. We're talking about Dahmer. So if you haven't seen them, get the fuck out. And if you have seen them and you want to talk about your opinions or, you know, want to hear our opinions, feel free to stick around. However, if you disagree, also get the fuck out. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Get out of here. But before we get into it, um, we wanted to talk about our content schedule for the next couple months uh, because we're switching it up here. So expect to see an episode from us only once a week um, for the month of November and part of December. We're going to be posting on Thursdays, so we're keeping that fairly regular. And then towards the end of December, around the holiday time, into the new year, uh, we'll be missing a couple of days due to the holidays. Everybody's fucking busy and we don't have time, and you probably won't have time to listen to us. So. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into Serafina, it. Serafina, what do you want to talk about first? Girl... I mean, I think we should start with House of Dragons. I don't disagree. It just... Okay, so we're recording this, and it just ended. Yes. Um, on Sunday. Yep. So it's fresh. We're, like, it's fresh. brand new. We're into it. Ready to go. And I don't want to talk about just the finale. I want to no. talk about all of it. Yep. Start to finish. Um, so let's talk pre-time jump. Yep. Um... No, let's talk whole thing real fast before the time jump. Sure. The casting department needs their flowers. Yes. They I did. mean... They did the damn they thing. They did the damn they thing. They did the damn thing. I cannot believe how much they all look like each other. I I cannot believe how well all of that. <laughs> it's so insane. Um, although I will say the casting decision to not age up Sir Christian Cole at any point. Dude, he's just he doesn't age because of spite, man. He's is that just what it is? Time. It's just evil doesn't age. Yeah. Um, I thought it was wonderful. I thought the storytelling was wonderful. I pre-time jump, I mean, I loved Millie. I thought Millie was wonderful. Um, She had a presence. She really gave us that uh, Targaryen realness. She gave us that I am Daenerys Targaryen, mother of dragons. Badass vibe. Um, And her walking through the court, or not the court, but like the makeshift court Mm -hmm. in the woods covered in blood. I was like, that's my queen. Mm -hmm. That's it. I had a Jon Snow moment for team her. Team Black all the way. Team, I was always Team Black. Mm-hmm. Which, can I tell you, as a green person, <laughs> <laughs> do you know how much it pains me to, to love every single thing Allison is wearing, <laughs> knowing full well I hate her? I fucking hate her, yes. Like, her like, wardrobe, oh, so it's incredible. It's beautiful. The amount, the feelings of she ate plus eat the rich at the same time <laughs> is so confusing. I know. <laughs> Hot and cold. It's hard being uh, so gay, you know? So gay. I mean, just the gayest. What I also think is interesting is that um, Emily, the girl that plays young Allison, she's on TikTok so gay. Oh, that's great to know. Queen icon. Because she is... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And she's an adult. She was just (laughs) aged down. She's a full adult. Um yeah, homegirl, like, she's killing it. Good. She looks wonderful. She Her TikToks are funny as hell. Um, but she played 
I saw her on TikTok before Allison. Oh, cool. So seeing her play Allison, I was like, this bitch can act <laughs> the house down. Like, the whole time. I was like, these are children playing an adult's game. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, they're in their early 20s. That's still your children. Sure. Um, I cannot believe the acting that went into all of this. I know that we said in an earlier episode that I started rewatching Game of Thrones because mm -hmm. I miss the world so much. I had a very interesting conversation with my spouse about this of Game of Thrones has a lot of filler where you really like get to know people. Yes. Where I feel like in this show, there's not a lot of that because every scene matters yeah. so much. I would agree with that. That it definitely has a very different vibe. Like Game of Thrones versus this has a super different vibe. Mm -hmm. Um which in watching Game of Thrones, there's definitely times where I appreciated it. But in watching House of the Dragon, like I almost feel like there's no space for it. Yeah. Like this is like so it's almost kind of like Well, it's a tighter timeline, isn't it? It, it is a tighter timeline, yeah. You're, and, they're covering less yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're covering way less of a time. Mm -hmm. And they're also are kind of like fluffing up crumbs. Yeah. In a way, because like the real like dance doesn't start until basically now. Yep. Basically the last episode would have been where it had started. Yes. So I'm grateful for the content that we got one hundred percent. But um yeah, those first five episodes, I was like, this is good. It's very good. And then the last five episodes, bitch what? <laughs> I, yeah. I cannot. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. When Viserys had his little Harvey Dent moment, baby, when he was playing Two-Face. Oh, he crushed it. I was, I haven't been that moved by television in such a long time. Like, the whole time, Goosebumps instantly captivated. ADHD shut down. The only thing that existed to me in that moment was Patty Constantine. You know that the crown falling off yes that was an accident improvised yeah yes. matt smith fucking rock that okay, shit okay let's talk about matt smith uh, let's talk about matt smith i have th this uh conversation is extremely faceted when talking about matt smith because there's the person there's damon then there's the writers that mm -hmm. are like fucking around and like mm -hmm. i don't understand so let's start matt smith I was, like, when he was casted, I was like, you mean that goofy motherfucker? Yeah, I was very confused about it, too, because I know Matt Smith from Doctor Who. Yeah. And the doctor that he's playing in Doctor Who is very goofy very and Very golden retriever puppy energy. Love him a lot. Yeah. So when they cast him in that role, I was like, I don't know, man. Well, even in Morbius, which I never saw Morbius, because mm -hmm. I think we all decided not to see Morbius, but, like, his character in that is also, like, goofy villain. Mm -hmm. Like, he plays that goofball very hard. So I was very confused. Mm -hmm. I was super confused. And then, and I don't like him. Like, I didn't like him as in Doctor Who. Like, I didn't really, like, watch it. Like, not that I had anything against it. It just didn't draw me in. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I didn't watch more. So I was like, why is this guy being casted as this, like, gray area, Loki-type archetype? Like, what is going on here? I'm so mm -hmm. confused. And then by, like, episode four, I was like... Wait a minute. I get, I see you. Wait, I I kind of understand. Yeah. And then every episode after that, I was like, God damn. Does this man teach at Juilliard? Like, <laughs> what is going on? I've never seen somebody act like this. Like, 
absolutely crazy. And you know, I say the fourth episode because I don't remember the first five as clearly as I remember the last time because it was like a month, it was like two months sure. ago at this point. But um, the episode where he reads that letter and then immediately starts trashing the messenger mm -hmm. was a masterclass in acting. And like my spouse was kind of like, wait, I don't, what was in that letter? And it was like, no, it's, it's his brother's coming to help and he's pissed about it because he wants to do it on his own. Yep. And he was like, <gasps> it was like, oh my God. Like there was so much in that that it was like, you were confused because you were like, oh, he just got a letter, it's fine. And then you're like, oh my God, he knows Damon so well mm -hmm. that he like can play this. So let's talk about the writers. What is going on? Because they keep saying like, we don't know why the internet loves him so much, but it's like, well, first off, the internet loves a morally gray character. Always. I don't even know how to say this the right way, but like, you're a little morally gray and you got some like long hair, baby. Like, sign me up. Arms open, legs open. Like, it's the internet's <laughs> like gonna, it's gonna be. Drooling. Gooning and baiting, baby. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what to tell you. And then, all of these behind the scenes keep coming out where he's being a good person comforting his daughters after their death, mm -hmm. crying on the beach after Renera mm -hmm. loses this baby. All of this, like, we see all of these moments and they're like, we don't know why he's bad. It's like, well, why are you editing him to be not a, like, he's this, like, well-rounded character. Yeah, and you're, like, specifically honing in on, like, like the why do you hate him? Yeah. And why do you, or why are you surprised the rest of us why don't? Why don't you want us to like him? Like, like and also, like, Compare him to the rest of the Targaryens, also the rest of every other man in Game of Thrones, anyway. Who is above him? Jon Snow and Tormund? Like, those are the two guys that are at least, like, kind of kind to women. Right. Everyone, or Sam. I'm sorry, let me not forget Sam. Let's not forget Let's Sam. Let's never forget Sam. But, like, like, why are we... What are we doing here? Why are we doing this? Like, let him be... You hired Matt Smith, and Matt Smith gave you Damon Targaryen. Yeah, and he's doing the damn thing. He's doing the damn thing. So let him. It, just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Do you have anything else you would like to say on the Matt Smith front? Uh, no, I think that about... Other than I also think he needs his flowers, and we're gonna... I agreed. Agreed. Congratulations, sir. Yep. Um, fully convinced me mm -hmm. that he is an all-around 360 actor. Yep. Excited to see him in other things. I learned recently he's in The Crown. Yeah, apparently he's in The Crown, and he plays, um, I think, the king. Like, the actual king of England now, okay. but before, you right. know, clearly. Um, which, I mean, now, of course, he's dead. Uh, I think he played, not the king of England now, but, like, the king that was. I see. Because okay, yeah, I've never seen stomach. The Crown, so. My stomach is making insane noises, so if you can hear that, I am so sorry. Um... But yeah, he he's, he plays somewhere in there. Don't quote me. I just saw it on TikTok, so I was like, maybe I'll check that out because I like some of the other actresses in it. Do you know that Dolores Umbridge is in it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays a queen. Yeah, isn't that crazy? She just gave off queen vibes. She does give off queen vibes. You are correct. Um, but yeah, anyway, super impressed by that. Um, I really hope that he is a big part of next season. Mm -hmm. I, I know that uh, the story, uh, it's out there. The book's been out there for a long time, so yeah. like, what's gonna happen? People already know what's gonna happen, but, um, you know, I'm hoping that maybe they drag it out a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. I am very excited for uh, Cregan Stark. Have you oh, heard yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have any heard of the that. things about Cregan Stark? Yeah, I've seen some of the memes and then some yeah, of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really pumped about that. I love the Starks. I, lo I love the Starks. If I had to be part of a house, it would probably be the Starks. 
Yeah, that makes sense. My for you. my uh, blind honor and loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I. I don't know, I feel like I would be a Targaryen. I'm an Aries through and through, mm -hmm. so like, I got a lot of, there's a lot of fire. I'm a Capricorn, very Earth, yeah. Lovewood, very stark. Yeah. I, um, I love that for us. Especially because the Targaryens and the Starks really get along, so it makes sense for us. Yeah. Tricks. Um, I mean, look at John and Dan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very excited. I thought that the first season was beautiful. They did great. I mean, watching the first season of Game of Thrones after watching the first season of House of Dragon, they called Bobby Baratheon broke. Like, I'm telling you, you go back and watch the first season knowing that he's in the exact same place that these people are. Mm -hmm. This man has, like, two silvers to rub together. Mm -hmm. We're talking, they went all out for this new series. Like, the Dragon Pit's beautiful. Gorgeous. The Jousting Arena, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Bobby B in the first, sorry, Robert Baratheon, <laughs> King Robert Baratheon. King. Bobby B. Bobby B. He's, like, straight up in, like, a wood like uh, what are those no 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 what are those bleachers he's oh, like yeah. they're like in like wood bleachers, <laughs> bleachers. watching a jousting yeah. tournament and in the first episode of house of dragons they're in like a beautiful stone coliseum yeah. and you're like call him broke with all four b's like <laughs> god what are they doing um which was i just thought was really funny to watch back because of course hbo didn't have the budget yeah in the first season for the costumes, for the lighting, for the anything. Mm -hmm. I don't even think they figured out cinematography until like season three of Game of <laughs> yeah, Thrones. I don't disagree. Um, it's basically like me shooting at TikTok <laughs> of like, where's the lighting? Where's the where's the where's the structure? Where's anything? It just wasn't there. But this, I, I'm just happy to have it back. Yep. I'm not excited to wait for two years. No. I'm really upset That's about the hard that. Part. Yeah. Um, but what can you do? Um, except for. I um, hope you land in a coma and wake up the day before the new that season. That would be optimal, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked it. Also, um, I don't want to end it without talking about, after the time jump, talking about Emma Darcy or Darcy. Yeah, they are. Huh. Huh. They we are. Just, let's take a second. Ooh. Let's take a second. And also, what, we're still taking a second. They deserve it. <laughs> Them... And also Olivia Cook, both of them, wonderful actresses. The idea that they were casted first before the young girls mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense because they both are their characters. I would agree. I mean, in not in real life, clearly. They're no, very different than their characters. But they embody those characters so well. It's insane to me. I hate Allison, the character. With a passion. In such a different way, because in Game of Thrones, you have Cersei. Yeah. And for a very long time, I hated Cersei. Yeah. And then we get to the last couple seasons, and I'm like, bitch, burn it down! Burn it down. <laughs> but, like, right now, Allison makes me want to, like, flip a fucking table. What do you think about... Olivia calling her a very closeted woman. I would agree with that. I would think it's so interesting. Because she gave everything up for duty. She yeah. literally did what she had to do yeah. for what her father wanted. It's, yeah. it's not, she wasn't doing things for herself. No. I think that's why they give us the parallel of like, um, Rhaenyra doing whatever Rhaenyra, she wants. Rhaenyra like yeah. fucking around and like, cause there's that one scene early on where it's like Rhaenyra's like getting fucked and having a good time yeah. and then it's showing the parallel of Alicent getting fucked and having not By, a like, good time. By like the grossest situation yep. ever. Ugh, I want to throw up thinking about it again. 
Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. When she gave her that page, mm -hmm. I was like, that's very gay of you, sister. I was hoping they were going to be gay. Like, I, like yeah. right off the rip, I'm like, we're getting some gay? No. Yeah, no, no gay, unfortunately. Duty calls. Duty does call. Duty calls. Yeah, we did get some gay with um, Lenor later oh that's true yeah which i was really glad they didn't kill him me too i was like are we really doing the kill your gaze trope immediately and no. then he came back and i was like He's yes dead. girl I, I do wish that they could tell rainies i don't understand I just, why they don't i wish they would just tell rainies because she deserves I, she, she's a homie of the people I she's think, wonderful i think she would get it i do too and be like hey I would see from the drop though. Like I would, I would probably hide it yeah. for like a month, so yeah. that way she could do the whole grieving thing. In and also, public. I needed to feel real, mm -hmm. so I get that. And then tell her. And then be like, hey, just so you know, I didn't actually kill your yeah, son. Yeah, he's alive. Just so you know, we didn't kill him, so we could bang. Like mm -hmm. we literally—he's living and he's fine. We killed another dude though, but you didn't care about him. <laughs> he was not as relevant. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I just, um, I just think everyone eats. Like this whole. It's a feast. It's a feast. It it's is. an acting class. Um, the CGI, it's through good. and through. I have no complaints. I think the dragons look I great. Know. I was very worried about that. Yeah. I think they look good. I think they did a good job. What did you think about that Jurassic Park ass looking scene where Vagar looked at Luke or Lucerus? Oh yeah. I was like, that's Dragon, that's Dragon Park, that's Jurassic Park <laughs> right there, baby. Like, it was just like such an like old. Like, oh uh, my god. Yeah. Vicinia, did you see it? We got the Dornish. Like, Grandma. <laughs> grandma, go lay down. Um, what do you think about a sapphire eye? Oh, that was cool. I thought it was cool. It was a neat reveal. Can I tell you that it bothers me that it's not an emerald? Yeah, so that it's green. But you're the green. You're team green. You're team green, baby. Yeah. Why, are you, why is your eye blue? Also, can we talk about that guy, the actor who plays Eamon? Um... Yeah, I wish you would. Because I think he's doing fucking fantastic. He... I am afraid that when he leaves set, he's still aiming. I'm so scared. I Have mean, you looked at him? Like, I look at like red carpet photos, and I'm like, that little boy's gonna blow this place <laughs> up. He looks so scary. What's also really weird is his brother, um, Aegon. His name is um, Ewan Mitchell. Yeah, 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 yeah that is him. He's the acting is wonderful. Yes. It's absolutely wonderful. He looks like a shit. He looks like a Targaryen shit. Uh, yes. I mean, it's awful to say you look like your parents were blood related, but, but like, like, that's the really tea. Does. Like, yeah. Um, I think that what bothers me the most about this series is that Ty Tenet okay. looked way older than Aegon in the future. Okay. You know who I'm talking about, right? Is that Long blonde hair, Aegon. Yes. It's Ty Tennant. Okay. It's David Tennant's son. Oh. Do you didn't know that? I did not know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's David Tennant. It was his the acting Game of debut. Thrones. Uh <laughs> literally. Um I think he did a wonderful job. Um but I think that what's weird to me is the actor that plays Aegon looks way older offset. Yeah. Like, when I saw pictures of the red carpet with him sitting next to Ewan, I was like, that he looks older than him. Mm -hmm. But on set, he'd be looking like a baby. <laughs> he'd be looking like a wee babe. So I'm like, wait, what's going on? And also, I don't love the... Uh, my problem with Allison is, like, she's such a hypocrite. Yes. Um, which, yes, like... Bitch. I think it's my problem with Game of Thrones in general. In re-watching Game of Thrones, I feel feel like we never get a moment of peace and I know that sounds so stupid and let me preface we kill off a character we hate 
And then in the next episode, a new character is added that is worse. Sure. So it's like, but why can't we just have a couple episodes where we don't have to worry? Like, the people can just be for a second. (laughs) Because it bothers me so much. Like, I hate the first couple of seasons because I fucking hate Joffrey. Yeah. I hate Joffrey. Oh, I hate that character is so, so insufferable. Much. He's so insufferable. Zero routine. Wonderful actor. He did amazing. Killed it. Amazing. Killed the game. But what in the fuck was I watching on my screen? Bro, why do all these people get their fuckboy sons and put them on the throne? Well, welcome to fucking the... Why society is the way it is Can now. Can we just fucking... Hello? But he dies. Yes. And then the next episode, they bring in that fucking high septin ass bitch. Oh, God. Who yeah. I hate. Who's like even worse and dumber. <laughs> so it's like, wait, what the hell? And we finally get rid of them. And on the other side of that, we still have to deal with Ramsey fucking Bolton. Oh, like, fuck it you, never Ramsey. ends. Yeah. And it's There's like, can we someone. just have a moment where we're not having to deal with any of these people? And like, John can just like sit down and think about like the <laughs> death that's coming towards him like no, can we just take a second and like let Danny be mm-hmm. and like be a mother can we like see her like hanging with the dragons like teaching learning some drills maybe I don't know like there's so like I don't know I just that's my opinion is like as a woman we have to deal with enough uh, every single day being consciously aware of like how y'all be acting in public get our shows for a second and be like yeah, y'all deserve a break. Like, this is the episode you drink <laughs> a, a nice martini this is to. The, uh, this is the beach anime episode. Yes, I want the beach anime. Give me an, an episode I can sit down with a Negroni. Yeah. Splogliato with Prosecco in it. Like, give me the second. Like, I don't know. I just, in watching Game of Thrones, I was like, no wonder I love this show and hate this show so much. Because mm-hmm. 45 minutes out of the episode is perfect. And then for 15 minutes... There's just some grating, annoying ass <laughs> little boy character <laughs> that I don't want to deal with, and it stresses me the fuck out. But um, anyway, let me get off of Game of Thrones. House of Dragon, I love. I cannot wait for it to come back. If you have not watched it and you've listened to all of this, you're mm-hmm. fucked. Sorry. I don't know. I don't feel like we've been that bad with spoilers. I mean, let's talk about that last episode. Let's though. talk about it. Because what, I what think are your thoughts? they filmed the scene. With the dragons in the sky, mm-hmm. so well. I agree. I think the lack of music that's happening in that scene, which is insane, is fucking incredible. And there's tons of movies and shows that do that, and when you do, there's no, there's nothing to distract yeah. you from. And there's a moment You're of hope. Yeah. You're like, maybe he's okay. Finally, maybe he's, gone. he's all right. It's good. No, Trump. Chomped a whole ass dragon and a little boy in half. In half. And it looked incredible. It looked like it really happened. Yes. Like I was like watching. I was literally like had my hands over my face like yeah. that did not fucking. It was very yeah. akin to um, what's the other young prince in Game of Thrones who commits suicide? He just Tommen? like yeah. yeah 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 when he when because that scene's also there's no music yeah there's no when music. he just like walks out the window yeah. because of Marjorie yeah just as good as that so good it was I was oh. You know what we should let's talk about Rami. Is it Rami or Romini? Who plays Who does the music? Editing Eerie here. The name of that composer is Ramin Jawadi. Okay. Oh yeah, I love his music. Oh, the my talent God. in one person. Yes. Excuse me. If you've never like just gone to Spotify and listened to his um, like discography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so Just good. go listen to Renera's theme. Yeah. It's cool as shit. It is so good. Oh, I'm getting chills talking about it yeah. because I love that music so it's, much. It's so insane. When I'm like just working, I'll put on the instrumentals yep. because I'm like, throw it on, I do the same hype thing. me the fuck up. Yep. 
Um, so, but he does all of the music and yeah. all of the audio. So like his choice as someone who makes music to go, yeah, in this scene, no music. No, yeah. Is insane. It's so good. And it worked. Yep. It worked hard. It was an incredible scene. <sighs> Absolutely incredible. Which I heard in the book because I was like, how did they even find out like Luke died? Yeah, that's Sarah a good is? question. How did they find out? Because yeah. So what happens, I guess, is that in the book, three days later at Storm Storm's Stormbreak end. Storm's End, thank you. At Storm's End, uh, his uh, head washes up. <gasps> yeah. Or his arm, his oh, head and his arm. Body I think. Ooh, yeah. Washes I don't like up. that. Yeah, and like, what's egg? Like, what's Eamon gonna do? He literally started the fucking. He war. started the war, and like, what do you do? Be like, oh, um, I didn't mean to, or do you be yeah. like, it's go time? Like, there's no choice. I like, don't know. His character doesn't seem like the type that would be remorseful or anything. I feel like weird because they showed him having remorse. Yeah, well, I think it was because it was. I saw some like commentary that was like and the last part of his boyhood died with uh, yeah, that, yeah because yeah. that was like a boyhood yeah, yeah, yeah. thing like he had right. this grudge because of a, a thing that happened yeah. when they were kids and that's what he was doing was he was trying to scare his Wait. cousin no the my favorite tweet about him was the um that resurgence of the while you were doing drugs i studied the blade <laughs> oh yeah while you were engaged in premarital sex i practiced the blade <laughs> Now that the demons are all here, you're unprepared except for me, for I study the blade. Like, that literally was his entire <laughs> literally, character. Literally. I could not believe the. Okay, I will tell you. And I know we talked about this on a, on a last podcast, but I will fully miss Twitter after yeah. it. Because the, the, the memes are everything. High quality. Everything. The amount of... Kermit wearing the hoodie. <laughs> yes, the little like that uh, I've yeah. used this uh, two months and uh, just say it has just been in my it just it's a part of my repertoire now that I can't let go of, and I'm gonna miss it for sure. Yeah. Am I gonna miss seeing Allison's feet? Oh God, why did we have to talk about it? I I'm can, so sorry. I can never like unsee that fucking scene. Why did we? We didn't need to see him jacking off. That's, we didn't. That's my hot take. We think, knew what was happening. Yeah, you didn't need to. There was no reason. No. Isn't it Ugh. weird that we spent eight weeks cheering on incest and hoping the aunt and the nephew or the the uncle and the niece get together? But yet the moment the feet came out, we all went, mm-mm. I'm fine with the incest mm-hmm. at this point. I never thought I'd be saying that on a yeah, recording. But me neither. I'd rather cheer for that than the fuck. Oh, it's yeah. so bad. It was... Terrible. And no hate to anyone who has feet fetishes. We are not no, king shaming I'm sorry, at all. all. Hate. I hate that shit. It ain't my thing. But yeah. if that's your thing, okay, that's fine. But I don't need to see it. Uh, no, in here's my, my thing. Here's my thing. Dragons. If you're in a consensual relationship and uh, it's not a power play, yes. more power to you. Sure. But you making the queen show her your feet for information as a power play is fucking gross. Yeah, gross. And weird, and you're a fucking weirdo. Also, you killed your brother and your father to That's see for fun, feet. Basically. Yeah, for feet. Yeah. For feet, we all have them. <laughs> you have them. It's not the same. Just take off your socks. Lady feet. Oh my god. He doesn't use them. They gotta be thin. He doesn't use them. You're not. You can't tell me that they're like nice male. <laughs> like I've been out in the no. mines. I've been riding dragons no, feet. Not. He has like nice lady dainty feet. He spends all this day in court. It's not the same. And he uses a cane, he so needs, he's not he putting all that the pressure. Lady the lady ankle is that what it is okay can i tell you something that we're talking about this so we're both a part of this facebook group for oddities yes and someone was selling like old photos of um like 
Um, old sexy time. Okay, if you I will. did see that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking I, about? I know what you're talking and this, about. And the pictures, like, they're really cool and stuff, but it's, like, kind of bondage stuff. Old some sexy. of it. I don't know how to, what else to call it. <laughs> um, and this woman has her, like, ankles tied up. Yep. And I didn't realize that. So <laughs> this person had put, like, emojis and, like, edited the thing so, like, Facebook wouldn't take it down. Yeah. And there was just a black bar across her ankles, and I was like, it was like this old timey like women's ankles. Like I don't. Why are we censoring her ankles? And I was like, oh, she's she's tied down. They're trying to block that. I thought he was literally blocking her ankles. Ankle. I was like, what? Take so a little funny. ankle there. Like so, when you said it, it was about the lady's ankles, that's all I could think about. Um, but yes, I will greatly miss the show. Yep. Um, I will watch it probably three times before 2024 hits. Maybe more. It's only ten episodes. It's really not that bad. Um, but I really liked it. I It met all of my expectations and passed them. Agreed. And um, I really hope that the writers understand that we like Damon. We love him. And um, them being surprised by people call him daddy means they don't understand the internet at all. True. And that's just my opinion. I agree. So I know that we said we were going to talk about a bunch of things during this episode. And we're already about halfway through and have not been able to stop talking about the dragons and sexy ankles. Um, so now I'm going to quickly go through some things that are just recommendations. Some things that Erie hasn't seen yet, um, which we're going to take a direct opposite to a show called Abbott Elementary, which is on Hulu. And it is a show about a school in South Philly that is mostly black and the show is so good like when i'm telling you when you think an elementary school in southern philly why would i care because the writer quinita she's the main character in the show and she's fucking funny she is so funny and it's like a family show like you watch it with your kids you can watch it wherever um it's just hilarious it does a good job of getting across how fucked our school system is and how like funding needs to be dealt with but it's also funny because kids are funny in general kids are funny um and apparently on set like they actually like teach in the classrooms and stuff so like the kids are like they know that they're at work but like they say all the time like i'm just like it's fun like i'm not these aren't like children suffering good they're like children who are just being kids and they just capture it and it's funny like the kids aren't really even in it like they are in it because it's an elementary school, but, like, the story's about the teachers. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, Parks and Rec. Okay. Where, like, there's a camera, a camera crew following around the school because they're trying to get, like, more funding. So they have, like, their little testimonials where they're, like, yeah, I don't know what the hell that was about, you know, all that stuff. It's really funny. It's really good. And um, if you like that kind of stuff, if you were a fan of Parks and Rec or, like, The Office, this is it. Like, this will be the new one. They just released the Halloween episode, which I haven't watched yet. I'm watching it tonight, and I cannot wait. But there's only two seasons out, and it's a quick watch. But if you are in the mood to laugh about something, I highly recommend it. It was really funny. Weird question. Is the humor, um, like, it plays on embarrassment? Like, no, no, no. Okay. No, well... No, I think The Office does that really well, where there's yeah. like always that secondhand embarrassment. It's not uh, like that. I, I hate it. I struggle with. I can't watch I, The Office. There are some hot take. Th- yeah, <laughs> I had a. I struggled. Re- I did watch it, but I did struggle watching it. There are sometimes where I'm watching like reality TV or I'm watching a movie, and I have to fast forward through yeah. certain parts of it because of how bad the secondhand embarrassment is. Yes, I am like, the same way. Sometimes my girlfriend and I literally warn each other, like, "Hey, this episode of this show, yeah. there's a lot of sex. Just so you're aware." Yeah. No, this is 
this is like there's like I wouldn't say it's like secondhand embarrassment. It's like a kid does something that's like really cringy, and yeah. then all the teachers are like, "Ugh." Okay, but yeah, like, that's fair. but it's not like someone's doing something cringy, and like people are making fun of them. Sure, you know what I mean. Okay, um, but there's this one teacher who's old, and um, she's <laughs> there's a cold open that actually happened in real life that Quinita then wrote it into the show, where she thinks like she's so out of it at the, not out of it like she's not senile. She just is like in her 60s and doesn't have time to keep up with the zeitgeist you know like she doesn't care but she gets people confused so like if the name sounds black enough she thinks it's a black actor or singer Mm -hmm. but she they're not like they're white people so like there's so there's so many jokes in there that are so funny where she says shit that you're like no you're not even close um like in real life she thought orlando bloom was a quarterback because that's what that doesn't Orlando Bloom sound like a big, does, big yeah. strong black man is what she said in this interview. Um, but my favorite part is like there's a little girl walking into class like because she teaches kindergarten and there's a kindergartner walking and she goes look at that little Carrie Underwood <laughs> every time. <laughs> I just lose it. It's so funny. So if you're just looking for something like dumb and funny to put on that's like not gonna be too much one or another just something funny i really do recommend it there's not really any spoilers for it because it's just a show it's not mm-hmm. like anything crazy happens but it's really cute it's really i really like it i mean we me and dave were watching it together and he was like fully chuckling you know good so it was really good um what else is on here that i don't think that you have seen oh well it takes us into our next bigger topic which is don't worry darling uh, we watched it yesterday, and I know I talked about it in the pod before where I was really upset with the marketing. And watching it back and watching it and understanding the marketing, I still have my problems with it in the sense of how it was marketed and all the drama that had to do with it, but the movie itself was really good. Okay. Like, I've talked to a couple of people that I know watched it since then, and all of them have given it really high ratings. The lowest rating I've heard so far was a 7.5. Which is still, like, still pretty a high. decent yeah. amount. Uh, it's now available on Amazon, and that's where we bought it. Um, it was really good. Florence Pugh is just a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. She's an insane actress, and she did really good in this. Um, are you ever going to watch it? Probably. I was like, because I feel like maybe I don't want to spoil any of horror, it for you. It's kind of horror, isn't it? Um, it's not a horror. It's suspense drama. My only thing that's a negative in it is I wish they would have upped the horror. Okay. Because there's definitely places, and I think that they were not trying to make it a horror movie, which is why... They should have just done it. I think so, too, but I think that there's, like, things that have to go into that and all that. that well, there's also the hot take that in many, for many, many years, horror was underappreciated or yeah. under-recognized when it came to all of the award ceremonies, yeah. actors and actresses, so, like... There's a lot of negativity that comes with making a horror movie, but like, that. come the fuck on, dude! It yeah. is 2022. Yeah. Like, can't we just get the fuck over that horror? Is is here? Yeah. See, and I would agree with you, but Florence did Midsummer, so it's not like she would turn down a horror movie. Yeah. I just think, yeah, it could have been for awards or what have you, but it was good. I really liked it. The cinematography on it was beautiful. The twist is good. Like. It's really fun. I, I hope you do watch it in the future. We could talk about it way more in depth mm-hmm. because I really enjoyed it. I think it was good. The music, every song in it was a banger. Here's what I want to ask you. 
because I was watching this last night and there is a scene in it where the audio from that scene went viral on TikTok like a while ago. And this has happened now a couple of times where I've watched something and like a viral TikTok sound will be in that thing I watched and I and it just came out. Was it in a trailer or something? No, and I looked and I went and I looked at all the trailers because I was trying to figure it out and there was nothing. So I'm like, what happened? That happened with Euphoria too, where um, one of Cassie's sounds in Euphoria went like mega viral too and then that episode didn't come out for like a year. So I was like, how did any of you get this audio? I'm really confused. And that happened last night. It was the, um, you keep looking at me like I'm crazy and I'm not crazy. Like okay. that TikTok sound. Yeah. That was viral like what? Like September of last year. It was such a long time ago. And Harry Styles is the lead in Don't Worry Darling. So that does lead me to my next thing of media that just came out, which was the music for a sushi restaurant music video. It is a fever dream. This is the intro song to Harry Styles' Harry's House album. It's a wonderful song, really fun, really upbeat. The music video, what in the fuck? He is a mermaid, but not like a cool, beautiful mermaid. He's like half man, half giant squid. Okay. Full on bearded Harry Styles. God bless. I'm sorry, I love a beard. My spouse has a beard and I didn't like beards before my spouse, but I'm pulling up a picture now so Erie can see it. Um, it's nuts. Like, I'm sorry, I think everyone should have a beard. Like, who is this? Give me the hot sailor man. <laughs> okay, okay, you I, know see what I'm saying? I see the appeal. I'm like, God, let's get into it, bud. Um, and he gets caught by, he's a mermaid who sings like a siren song so like they're gonna kill him mm -hmm. because he's like this huge fine for their sushi restaurant mm -hmm. and he sings to them and like convinces them to like open up like a karaoke part of the sushi bar and he like sings and like brings people in because he's a siren mm -hmm. right and then his voice starts to crack and like he starts to like lose his siren's voice so then they all like kill him and eat him um which like excuse me what is, what happening? is happening um there's some little tidbits some little pieces there that lead me to believe the theory of this music video is about the music industry and like how like once your voice starts to go like the industry will like eat you alive okay basically sure. um because it, what's interesting is like there's this whole i know that i talk about harry styles too much on this podcast <laughs> i talk about harry styles too much in life <laughs> but i love him i do i just think I don't know when you start with nothing. I don't. Anyone who's not a nepotism baby, I just already have a love for. But I just think he has like a crazy story with his management. There's like a lot of stuff there. Like I don't think his management team is like actually good. Mm -hmm. I think they're keeping him under wraps, if you'll say. If we, we could all take that journey, follow that. I'm sure you can figure out where I'm going. Um, and what's interesting is it says like Gil's Lounge like been entertaining you for almost 30 years and like he's 29 mm -hmm. so like there's like there's stuff there that's like there's something going on here yeah. like and of course you know all of his fans are like teenagers and young women in like their 20s who are also the same people who put it together that Britney was like in a whole conspiracy mm -hmm. so like if I'm trusting anybody <laughs> it's them it's them yeah. you know like We'll find out, we'll see, I'm not too sure, but definitely a very interesting music video. Uh, watch it if you haven't, even if you're not a Harry Styles fan, because it's a cool piece of art, like the cinematography of it all. It's like, 
this fucking wild dream, but at one point, like, a fan is like, can I touch your tail? And he, like, slaps him with the tentacle, and you, it's like, there's no comedy in the whole thing, but that one break in there <laughs> is so funny, and, like, uh, it just, it cracks me up. He's, he's a really funny dude, and he did, I think he did a really good job in Don't Worry Darling. All the reviews said that... He, like, his acting, like, left a lot to be desired because he was up next against Florence Pugh. And, like, I get that. It's, like, it's Nick Kroll, Olivia Wilde, Florence Pugh, and Harry Styles. Like, those are, like, three people who are good and in the industry. And yeah. Harry Styles, like, there are parts in this movie, like, almost at no point in this movie did I go, oh, that's the silly fruit man. Like, at no point did I go, like, oh, the British sassy man is up on my screen right now. Mm -hmm. Like, he plays Jack very well. And at no point was I like, oh, I'm watching Harry Styles. I was like, this is like a new actor. Like, who is this guy? Oh, yeah. Like, um, and I'm not, I know I'm a Harry Styles fan. So it's like easy for me to dick ride and be like, oh, he was great. Like, I genuinely, like, there were parts in it where I was like terrified of Harry Styles. Like, genuinely, like, oh my God, like, this is like a crazy concept. This is so scary. I'll like, have to watch your report back as someone who's yeah. not really a Harry Yeah, I girl. would love to hear what you say, because you could be like, Sarah, <laughs> go touch grass, baby. And, like, I understand. I would get that. But I've talked to other people who don't even like him, and they've mm -hmm. also said, I enjoyed it. So, uh, definitely, if you haven't seen it, take it for a ride. Um, I know this is a spoilers podcast. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, good. we have that going for us. So, I'm going to hand it off to you. Um, I know there's a couple things you've seen that I haven't, so you want to give our oddlings a little glimpse into that? Yes, so I started watching The Midnight Club on Netflix. I haven't finished it, but it's by the same producer who did Haunting of Hill House and Midnight Mass, mm -hmm. um, and what was The Haunting of Bly Manor or Bly whatever. Manor, yeah. That one was not as good in my, that's my hot take. I've never seen it, so. It's fine. I just, I don't know how you can try to make something similar to Haunting of Hill House and think that you're going to come even close. Well, and it's Haunting also like the same so name good. and character, so yeah, it's, it's kind just, of just the same thing, right? It's not, so it's like set in a different time, I think. Yeah, it's like, like the 70s, and right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. not as good. Oh, okay. Is well, my fair enough. Um, and Midnight Mass was just incredible. I Ugh, if you I ever, still haven't seen it. It's so good. I if you have religious it. trauma, first of all, know that there's a trigger warning for that show. Also, if you don't like animal death, there is an animal death that's in Midnight Mass that is very fucking hard to watch. Ooh, I will tell where? you, it is very hard what's to the, watch. What, what's, uh, what episode? I don't know what episode. Toward the, the beginning or the end? It's like towards the middle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's. it's I just gotta. If I'm gonna watch it, I need to be on the. It's skippable, skippable, but it's it's very hard to watch. Okay. Um. So. Midnight Club, decent so far. I like it. The setting's cool. The story seems cool. Um, it's spoilers, obviously, but it's basically like a bunch of terminally ill kids move oh. into like a, a house yeah. together, um, and they form the Midnight Society or Midnight Club, oh, cool. where they meet up at midnight and they tell each other scary stories because um, it's basically a way of like keeping everyone else like alive mm -hmm. and like. The Midnight Society or Midnight Club has been around for like ever in oh, that house you. where they've always done that. So what's cool is when they're telling the stories, they show skits or like they actually do like a horror like kind of short for the mm, the fun. stories they're telling. So yeah. it's like a mix of the cool they're figuring out like what's going on with this house and the Midnight Society, and yeah. then they're also telling scary stories. So you get it both. Well, it's pretty yeah. cool. I'm, I haven't finished it yet, but the first few episodes that I've watched are very decent. They are like hour long episodes. So it's oh, like, gotcha. you gotta commit. Yeah. Um, 
Something else that I've been watching is the Great British Baking Show new season. Mm. I love the Great British Baking Show. Too. It's so wholesome. Yeah. It's like they're in a competition, but they all love each other and they're yeah. besties. It's really nice. It's just so cute. I don't. I typically wait to the end of the season and then watch it. It's really hard for me to like not yeah. like watch things week to week. But the new season is really good. Yeah. I love watching. I it. love that Noel's in it. I love. He's Noel. so funny. He's so funny. What a homie. I love it so much. Um, something else, randomly off topic, super not relevant to anything, and I think this is like my uh, love of Nickelodeon game shows mm. is probably why I like this show a lot. The Floor is Lava yeah. is also like a game show that's on Netflix. It's incredible. I find myself watching and like gasping when people fall in the lava and like having a great time. Like I get real into it. Is it like Knockout? What was Knockout? Like that, like crazy game show where people would be like jumping off like insane platforms and like yes. balls and shit. Yeah, yeah. So they have like themed rooms. One of them is like a haunted like attic space or whatever. So is the floor? The floor is lava. Like, like people fall and die. Uh, it's like hot. Burn to their death, like Gollum <laughs> style. It's actually like hot slime. Oh, like, but it's like a real tangible. Yeah, it's liquid. Wow, that's and so interesting. the liquid like gets on stuff and makes it slippery because it's like gooey. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Pretty good. I like it a lot. It's All a right. fun watch. And I, if you just want something that's like mindless, you know, yeah, you don't yeah. have to like, you just get into people jumping around. Why not? It's decent. The new season of Dragula also started this week on Tuesday. They're releasing episodes every Tuesday on Shudder. I like Dragula significantly more than RuPaul's Drag Race because my hot take is that I feel like Dragula is a lot more inclusive. Sure. Um, it is open to trans folks, it's open to gender neutral, they had drag kings, which is something you'd never see on no. RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, they their last winner was trans, but no gender, I haven't seen any uh drag kings on there so actually the see the winner of last season was a drag king so really? it's just cool, cool to like see stuff like that going mm. on and it's also a little more nerdy because it's yeah. like horror related and also the drag is like their whole thing is like filth and glamour yeah and, like, it's just way more like prosthetics and, yeah like, it's definitely your style yes it's very cool the uh, Boulet Brothers are amazing. I love them. They also have guest judges that come on, and the first episode was Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, yeah, um, cool. and the new producer of the new Haunted Mansion movie, because they're doing a new Haunted oh, Mansion movie. Oh, they are? Movie. Yes, I'm so excited about it. I love the Haunted Mansion. So I'm just very excited for the season. It's Titans, so they brought back... Oh, it's um, All-Stars. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So they brought back like people who didn't win their previous seasons yeah. into this season. That's cool. Um, it's really cool. The other cool thing about Dragula is they do things called like um, fright feats or they do like these crazy challenges where it's like in episode one of the last season someone had to eat a spider. That's the part of Dragula I don't like. <laughs> I, I like the so fashion. Weird. I like, I feel like the, the girls, I don't know if they're called the girls on there, the dolls are more real and genuine in like the makeup room but the challenges I hate I can't stand <laughs> I like the rest of it I like the little horror movie intros I like all this stuff I just the challenges I, it's just not my cup of tea yeah the fright feet of the first episode was literally them bobbing for apples in um, a vat of like blood and random pieces of meat see like, like I don't know like <laughs> taking oppressed people and then making them do these like terrifying challenges it just hits me in like a way 
the first episode I ever watched, they were like putting like needles all through people, and yep. I was like, that's just they stapled stuff to people. Yeah, they did, like, a tattoo thing. I don't love yeah. that. So do be aware. <laughs> yeah, do be, yeah. The fray feeds. Do be are aware. A hard watch. To be fair, though, all of those people know what's coming. It's yes, like, it's all consensual. It's yeah. not at any. They can. They literally can get out at any point. Yes. That's the whole point of it. It's not like it. you join it and you're bamboozled. Yeah. You know that part of yes. Dragula is the is those types of. Challenges. I just also know it's part of it, which is why I'm not a huge. <laughs> I fan. love them. I think it's great. I think the art's cool. I think the people who are involved are cool. So I'll definitely be watching more of it. Um, two other things that I watched were the Monsters, the new Rob Zombie mm-hmm. Monsters. I love Rob Zombie. Uh, yeah. We have the same birthday. Do you really? Yes. I didn't know that. When I wish myself a happy birthday, I also wish Rob Zombie <laughs> a happy birthday because we have the same birthday. I love him. Yeah, he's great. And I love that when Rob Zombie does things, he just be doing what he wants to do. It's his world. We're all living in he it. He doesn't give a fuck. And I will advise that The Monsters is a fucking hard watch. <laughs> there are just so many plot lines happening. You don't know what's going on. We almost had to tap out and stop watching it because it was just so yeah, crazy. Heard, you're not the only one I've heard that from, that it's just... And I don't like the monsters. I don't have any, like, loyalty mm-hmm. to monsters. I was definitely more of, like, an Adams Family kid. Yeah. But, like, I have no clue what happened in that movie. Like, if you ask me to give you a summary of the plot, I'm not sure where to start with the finish. <laughs> oh, fair <laughs> so, enough. Um, yeah, I mean, watch it if you want to. Yeah. It's just a hard... I've heard that. Watch. I have heard that for sure. Um, another movie that we watched was Hellraiser, the new Hellraiser with mm. the female pinhead. That's a lot Hulu, of people, right? Yeah, that's yeah, on yeah, Hulu. Yeah. A lot of people have a hot take about that, where they're like female pinhead. Blah, blah, blah. I am not like a original horror movie loyalist. Mm. I think that you can change things in a reasonable way. Yeah. That's why I like the Scream franchise so much because it's like the killers are never the same person. Right. It's always different people. Like. So, I have no loyalty to, to male Pinhead. Yeah. So, when they, the female Pinhead was announced, I had no problem with it. And yeah. honestly, she did great. Um, oh, good. The makeup looks good. They did a mix of, like, CGI and prosthetics. All of it looked really great. Oh, cool. um, I think that the concept of the movie was good. I've only seen the original, mm. so I don't have any reference on, like, the other ones. But my girlfriend, whose favorite horror series is Hellraiser, did seem to enjoy it. So, oh, good. Um, I thought it was decent. Well, I'm happy to hear that. I haven't seen any of them, so I'm glad to hear that the remake was good. And then I think last on your list was Dahmer, right? Yeah, you said you haven't watched Dahmer yet? I have not, and okay. I probably won't. Um, it's very good. Evan Peters did do a great job. <laughs> I'm he happy to hear. <laughs> fantastic in the role. Um, the thing that I liked about it was that it felt more like they showed the parts of Dahmer that made him a monster. Oh, good. Whereas the Ted Bundy one with Zac Efron, it felt like they really glorified Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. and they didn't show any of his disgusting crimes. Yeah. And I fucking hate Ted Bundy. Yeah, I mean, me like, I don't, I don't think anyone, like, likes a serial killer, right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, the way that Ted Bundy 
was and still is glorified yeah. pisses me the fuck Freaks off. Me out. And I fucking hate it. He's so hot. No, he's not. He's not. He's, he's never just been. some trash man yeah. who went to school. And everyone like, at the time was just surprised like a well-to-do white guy could like be a killer. Lawyer, like, yeah. whoa. No, fuck him. So I appreciated that they made him significantly more gross. That's good. Um and you know they showed some of the murders they showed like one of the really gross ones which like is fascinating to me obviously i think anyone who likes true crime is like fascinated by it but like you know it's gross but i think it's cool that they painted him in like the light that he should have been painted in and they didn't glorify him i the only thing i can say that's good about this series that i have seen through reviews and stuff is like they made the racism prevalent yes which i appreciate because i was afraid they were not going to do that right i there are certain parts about the Dahmer story that i can't really fathom like not fathom like i can't stomach Mm -hmm. um the drilling aspect of anything can't deal with can't even really talk about it to be honest with you it just there's something about it that just makes me But they they did hone in on the racism part and the police force part, which... The police letting that kid go back with him is the one part of the story that haunts me. And they do show that in the show. And I'm glad. I think more people need to know about that. Agreed. I feel bad for the victims' families that have come out and said that they don't appreciate the series. Sure. I do know that Netflix came out and said we've reached out to everyone and they decided like they didn't want to be a part of it, which probably should have been a sign. Sure. But... At least, I guess, they tried. I don't know. I know a lot of people have seen it. A lot of people learned about that. The only thing I can say about true crime that redeems itself at any point is that there are lessons to be learned. You know, how to protect yourself. I think that's why a lot of women listen to true crime in the first place is because the world out here for us is nuts. And we got to protect ourselves. And I think that Dahmer hopefully maybe helps some people learn, like, hey, when the vibes are off, man, the vibes be off. Get the hell out of it. And also, like, what the hell's going on with the cops, you know? Like, yeah. those are the two lessons I took away. Um, I also heard that some people had a hard time watching it and, like, couldn't stomach it or, like, when they were eating something had to stop eating. I did not have that experience, but I'm very desensitized. Yeah, I've... The women on TikTok who have made, uh, all those videos that are like, did anyone else just feel normal? Like, I didn't feel anything. And, like, the people that were like, are you fucking, like... Yeah. What like it's not part like it's not, not it's not a brag. Proud of. It's not a brag. It's like hey, I'm like a really traumatized person. Yeah, it's like hello, I am yeah. numb. <laughs> yeah, but I did want to mention it um, for anyone who you know if you decided to watch it, it does show things you do see it's gory. gory. Yeah. It's, there's a lot, so if that's something that you as a normal person cannot handle and you're not traumatized yeah. and completely desensitized, be you careful. As a person with a good brain. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, my dear. Well, I think that might be all the spoilers we have for today. So, at this point, we are now sending you off with a list of things to watch. Please come back, talk to us about it. Tell us how you feel about the things that you saw. Uh, find us on Instagram or um, Twitter. Twitter at this point, yeah. Um, and, oh, actually, TikTok too. Oh, I forgot about TikTok. We we're going to talk about that. Um, we started a TikTok. <laughs> Uh, this We started TikTok last week, and I'm the one that's behind it. And when I tell you, I have not seen a fresh For You page it, since 2019. I've been on TikTok since 2019, and my For You page is perfectly curated to me. Yep. Getting a brand new babyface TikTok For You page was frightening. I'm sure it was. I mean, the amount of straight people content, oh, no. that is insane. I forgot that, like, men make comedy 
online. Like, that sounds so shitty, but, like, I, I'm so far removed from, like, men who, like, don't work in construction, like, wearing hard hats and pretending like they know something. Like, I forgot that any of that exists. Like, all the comments are like, yeah, she's a bitch, whatever. Like, and it's, like, going along with this comedy. Like, this man's not even married and he's talking about his wife. Like, I forgot about all of that. So, um, if you're not on TikTok yet, stay the fuck off of TikTok. And if you have TikTok and you have a good for you page, be grateful for that shit because it's nuts. Yep. So anyway, find us anywhere. You know where we are. Um, and uh, come and chat with us. Or if you have any recommendations of things you think we would like to watch, please let us know. Absolutely. And stay out, Arcadia. <laughs>